0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges, still in chapter 3, looking at verses 26 through 30 in the New King James Version. Our hero, our uh, he is the deliverer. They don't call him a judge, but he does deliver Israel. And in his... In his story, there's intrigue and espionage and a daring escape. And this is Ehud. Eglon, who is the king he assassinates, his, uh, Eglon's name signifies a calf. And he fell like a fatted calf by the knife. An acceptable sacrifice to divine justice. But let's listen to the rest of Ehud's story. Again, we're in Judges chapter 3, verses 26 through 30 in the New King James Version. It reads, But Ehud had escaped while they delayed and passed beyond the stone images and escaped to Sarah. And it happened when he arrived that he blew the trumpet in the mountains of Ephraim, And the children of Israel went down with him from the mountains, and he led them. Then he said to them, follow me, for the Lord has delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. So they went down after him, seized the fords of the Jordan leading to Moab, and did not allow anyone to cross over. And at that time, they killed about 10,000 men of Moab, all stout men of valor. Not a man escaped. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel. And the land had rest for 80 years. Again, Judges chapter 3 verses 26 through 30 in the New King James Version, which gives it a title simply, Ehud. I'll be back to share insights, and we'll close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Judges chapter 3, verses 26 through 30 in the New King James Version. And let's listen to what the commentaries has to say about Ehud's, Ehud leading the Israelites in battle against the Moabites. Uh, Ehud, having slain the king of Moab, totally defeated the forces of the Moabites that were among them, and so effectively shook off the yoke of their oppression. Remember the uh, the, the steps. First, Israel uh, they disregard God so they fall into a state of apostasy. God has to get their attention so there's judgment. They cry out to God for help and then the last part God sends a deliverer and in this case the deliverer was Ehud. And Ehud uh, slew or he killed or assassinated as the um, commentaries have said assassinated the king of Moab and that was their oppressor, and he shook off the yoke of their oppression. Ehud's daring assassination of Eglon brought about an Israelite rebellion against their Moabite oppressors. He raised an army immediately in Mount um, Ephraim at some distance from the headquarters of the Moabites, and headed them, he headed the army himself. The trumpet he blew was indeed a jubilee trumpet, proclaiming liberty and a joyful sound it was to the oppressed Israelites, who for so long had heard only the trumpet of those that were their enemies. And I know in Israel, for a lot of occasions, you know, there's always, they commemorate all kinds of memories and uh, memorials. So I'm almost certain there's probably one for this occasion also. But let me continue reading. Like a pious man and as one that did all this in faith, he took encouragement himself and gave encouragement to his soldiers from the power of God because power of, he felt that the power of God and uh, was there for them. He said, Follow me. The Lord hath delivered your enemies into your hands, we are sure to have uh, God with us and therefore may go boldly and shall go on triumphantly. And sure enough, this is what happens. Like a general, he first secured the fords of the Jordan. Occupying uh, this strategic location prevented both Moabite's escape and the Moabite getting assistance from the other side. So he set strong guards upon all those passes to cut off communication. They weren't going to leave and they weren't going to escape and if they uh, had decided to to fight, they would not get assistance from their their, um, country. He shut them up in the land as their prison and then he put them all to the sword. 10,000 of them, which it seems was the number appointed to keep Israel in subjection. No man escaped. It says there escaped not a man. And these were the best, the choicest of all the king of Moab's forces. So these were the best fighters. They were all lusty men, men of bulk and stature. And not uh, only able-bodied, but high-spirited men of valor. And Ehud and the children of Israel slew 10,000 of these men. And if you can just imagine, as we are watching war practically every day on the news, we can just imagine what's going on. But neither their strength nor their courage did them any good when the set time had come from God. To deliver them into the hand of Israel. The consequences of this vic- victory was that the power of the Moabites was wholly broken in the land of Israel. Ehud's cunning and courage, coupled with Israel's faithful following of a leader, coupled with God giving them the power to do this, brought Israel its longest period of freedom under the 400-year period of the judges, the country was cleared of their oppressors, of these oppressors, for the, um, and the land had rest for 80 years. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we come to the end of the study of Ehud. We thank you for showing us a, a man of valor, a man of trust, he trusted you, Father. He went in and did what he needed to do to secure his people, to end the uh, the, the, the reign of oppression by King Eglon. Father, we thank you for men like that and women like that. The com- commentary says that Ehud is a dramatic example of how in the Lord one man can make a difference. And God, we know that means a man or a woman. And how God's how God will call others to work with that one man or woman of God. We thank you for that example, Father. And we thank you for people in our lives, in our history, in our families, in our homes who are that one who are the one person or who is the one person that can make a difference. And who is that one person who others are willing to f- work with and work willing to follow. Father, we pray for those who need you in a special way. You know what the needs are and they are many. We pray for uh, the, those that are in cl- conflicts, not just in the Ukraine, conflicts in Africa, conflicts in Asia, conflicts in Europe, conflicts in America. All over the world, there are conflicts. And God, we're praying for a peaceful resolution to conflicts especially those that are of the household of faith. Give them, let them have leaders, that one man or woman that can make a difference. And we've seen it all the time in the Ukraine and other places, that one man or woman that takes a stand and others will work with them. In the name of Jesus, amen.